does your offer stink? Like, does it really stink? And what I mean by your offer is the thing you're having people pay you for. Are they, is there just too many no's, too much resistance? If that's the case, watch this. I'm going to show you why that might be happening and then how to fix it. Welcome to the Healthpreneur Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's going on? Yuri L. Kim here, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. We help health professionals get clients and scale their businesses online. And in this video, I'd like to share with you uh, some insights about your offer. Your offer is the thing you are offering people in exchange for something. As I've mentioned in other videos, there are many different offers in a, in a given marketing or sales sequence. What I'm speaking about today is the one, the ultimate one, your core offer, your core program, the core thing people are going to pay you for to work with you. Now, I'm not saying like one session. I'm not talking about that stuff. Like, you know, you guys know me. It's a complete waste of time to even, even consider. I need 15 patients a day. Like, have fun with that. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about getting a client, enrolling in your program, a coaching program, two, three, four, five thousand dollars for an outcome, not based on a number of sessions. Okay. So watch some of my other stuff. I go into some more detail about that. So you're speaking with someone on the phone and um, you present your program, let's just call it three thousand dollars. And like, well, you already that it's a little bit more, a little bit more money than I wanted to spend. Let me think about it. Okay, if you deal with any of that stuff, like I need to think about it, I need to talk to my spouse, I need to, actually I'm going on a hike in Tibet uh, and I'm going to meditate for seven days about it. When I get back, I'll let you know. If you deal with any of those stalls, what I'm going to share with you here is going to make a huge difference. Um, every week, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do a uh, selling skill session with my clients. So we do live role plays and I give them feedback and it's really, really a lot of fun. And so we practice a lot of these objections, right? But the objections only come, or dealing with objections only come as a last resort if the offer isn't strong enough. Because if you've got a strong offer, you don't get objections, right? It's really simple. If the offer is so compelling, why would people say no to it, right? The reason more people, the reason people say no to your thing, your offer, is because it's not a compelling offer, and I'll talk about what that means, or they don't really believe it's going to work. Right? So they're like, well, you know what? Um, actually, it's sunny outside. I got to go. They'll use any excuse in the book. We've all done this in some way, shape, or form to get out of those conversations. So, how, okay, what makes an offer stink? There's a couple things. When, when, so again, in a paid offer, there's a few, there's four, there's four forces, if you will, to uh, this, this offer. Number one, you have the payment terms, you have the guarantee, you have the deliverables, and you have the... Um, the, the, the supply and demand piece of it, right? So we'll just put it, keep it at that for a second. So a couple things. Let's talk about each one of those in, in, in order. So deliverables, let's start right there. Okay, the deliverables is what is the person actually getting if they work with you? Now, the deliverables, you have to understand, are not that important. What is most important is the destination, is the outcome. Do not... Kill people in the weeds of your deliverables. Do not overwhelm them. Do not fire hose the fact that you're giving them this, 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 this. And they're just gonna be like, what? How does that how does that help me achieve the outcome? You have to sell the destination, not the plane ride. Okay. But the deliverables are important. The deliverables are, you know, the the 
the plan, right? What's the plan? In our world, it's the perfect client pipeline. What are the tools? You have uh, you know, a license to our online portal, which gives you all the trainings, all the frameworks, all the scripts, all the templates, everything you need to execute this at the highest possible level. Okay, so that's the tools piece. Then you've got the support or the help or the coaching piece. In our case, that's, the, that's really the, the thing that separates us from anyone else on this planet is the level of support and coaching we provide for you, right? You know, you get up to seven calls a day on every aspect of your business in respect to the pipeline that we're building out with you. And so you're never left alone, right? We have accountability check-ins with you every single week. You've got an amazing community of hundreds of other health professionals who are here to motivate you, inspire you, pick you up. So these are the things, these are the deliverables that you're walking somebody through. Now, the one thing I will say is when you're speaking with someone on the phone, it is very important to talk about your program in a linear fashion. And I think I may have done a video about this recently. I'm not even sure. Do not give them a box of stuff. Unpack the box and show them step-by-step what it looks like. So Yuri, the first thing we're going to do when you get started today is we're going to have an onboarding call where I'm going to walk you step-by-step through on exactly what to do in the first week. Once that's done, we're going to reconnect tomorrow, and then I'm going to give you access to this. And then you're going to do one thing this week, and I'm going to report in with you at the end of the week to make sure it's gotten done. Next week, we're going to focus on this, and then this. And you're walking very much like a train going from station to station. When you can map out your delivery in a linear fashion, it's very easy to visually see that journey. And we've talked about the black box versus the fishbowl. Remember that? If not, just go back and find that video somewhere. The black box is somebody putting their hand in a black box, not knowing what they're getting into. And that doesn't conjure up a lot of clarity and confidence. Very few people will do that. The fishbowl is, I can see exactly what I'm putting my hand into. I'm more likely to do it. So when you present your program linearly, it's more fishbowl-like because they can visually see themselves going through that versus here's all the stuff you get, which is not going to help the situation. Okay, so deliverables are number one, very, very important, but not that important, right? Because at the end of the day, it's like, well, I want more one-on-one calls with you. Do you? Let me ask you this. If I have the ability to push a button on your head and get you the exact results you want, okay, that's scenario number one, or scenario number two is that we can just jump on the phone every single day until you get there. Which one would you prefer? Well, obviously, I'd prefer the button. Exactly. Most people would. And what that tells me is you're more concerned about the outcome than how we're going to get there. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Cool. Well, I, I wish I had that ability to push a magic button on your forehead, but I don't, nor does anyone else. But what I do want to let you know is that the way I've developed this program is as close as possible to that so that we actually get the outcome without getting lost in the, the weeds of thinking we need more one-on-one. Does that make sense? person's like, okay. So that's the whole process here. It's like, you have to be able to sell how you do what you do in a way where the person's like, oh, that's going to get me to the outcome better, faster, more ease. Okay. So the deliverables are part of it. Now, one thing that um, I do want to mention is that in the nature of a coaching program, what the force you're fighting against is efforts. Right, Because if you remember a video, I've actually mentioned this a few times, and i got to give credit to my buddy Alex Ramosi for this value equation. The bottom part of the equation, I'm not going to go through the whole thing here again, or maybe I will very briefly. So you have top part of the equation is desirability of outcome. How badly do you want an outcome? Plus the likelihood or the perceived likelihood of that outcome is the top part of the equation. 
okay? The bottom half of the equation is what is the time to that outcome and the effort required to get that outcome. If time and effort are high on the bottom of the equation, the value, because it is a mathematical mathematical equation, goes down, right? If, if you... If you wanted to get, uh, if you wanted to lose 20 pounds of belly fat, you could go to the surgical clinic down the street, drop 10 grand, and get you know some surgery to remove that. Effort on your part is zero. Time is almost zero. Or you could work out for the next year, every single day, and change your diet, all that stuff, get the same result. Effort and time much higher. Therefore, you are much less likely to pay the same amount of money you would for the plastic surgeon or the black band or whatever it's called. Does that make sense? So in, the, in a coaching program, the, the force that we're fighting against is, hey, you have to show up and do the work. This isn't some pill you can just pop. So how do we, how do we, how do we make an offer from a delivery perspective more intriguing, more compelling when the person has to show up and do the work? Because that's not one of the things that we can really use in our favor. Like in our case, I'm not going to lie to you and say it's going to be super easy. I'm going to say, listen, this is the hardest thing you're ever going to do. Okay. Do you have what it takes to be our next success story? Because I have zero interest in just getting people to pay me money and then dealing with people dragging their feet. Okay. So please tell me why I should consider working with you as a client. So what I've done here, and this is exactly what I'd recommend you consider doing, is when you are selling effort, you have to use the takeaway. You have to get them to sell you on why they can show up and do the work. Because if they come in thinking it's going to be easy, you're setting expectations up here. They're going to come in like, oh shit, I have to do the work. There's a huge gap in expectations and now people are just going to flake out. So in your enrollment conversations, in your marketing, you have to be very clear with people that this is going to require some time, but not as much time as you might think. And it requires some effort. So here's the thing, time and effort, right? Your goal is in the development of your program. How do you reduce the amount of time? How do you reduce the amount of effort considering they still have to do that? So if you have a 12-week program, can you produce the same results in eight weeks? That's more valuable. If someone has to work out every single day, could they work out three days a week and get the same results? That's more valuable. So yes, you want to think of effort, but you also have to think of contextual relative effort compared to something else. Right? Like in our in our business, we're saying, listen, you work with us in HBA, it's gonna be challenging. I promise you it's not gonna be easy, but it's also gonna be a lot easier than trying to do this by yourself. Because what we're doing here is we're gonna build out a system that's gonna work for you 24-7 for the rest of your life. So up front, would it be worth it to put in a little bit of legwork, a little bit of effort to build this system that can then work for you 90% in an automated fashion for as long as you want? Would that be worth it to you? Well, I don't know. I'm really busy right now. Great. And would you like to continue telling yourself that story for the next 10 years? I understand you're seeing 15 patients a day, but the reason you booked this call with me is because you no longer want to do that. So can you put aside or do you see the value in putting aside one to two hours a day for the next 30 days to build the system out so you never have to tell yourself the story that you have to be seeing 15 patients a day for the rest of your life? Would that be worth it? Yeah, I think it would be. Okay, cool. So now what we've done here is I've shown how a little bit of upfront effort with our system makes a lot more sense than the daily grind and effort that they're currently going through. Another way of looking at this is like, okay, what are you currently doing to get clients? Well, I'm posting on social media all day long. Great. It's a lot of effort, isn't it? Yeah, it's tiring. What, like, 
you just get them to talk about how they don't enjoy doing that. All right, so it sounds like it's a lot of effort to try to do that. And what are the results looking like? Oh, you get like one client a month? That sucks, right? Why is it important for you to be at this next level? Well, I want X, Y, and Z. Cool. What does that allow you to do that you can't do right now? Blah, 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 blah. Great. So what do you like about our system? Because remember, they're coming into the phone call having gone through our pipeline. They've already watched our webinar. They've already watched your webinar, right? What do you like about what you've seen? What resonated most with you about what you saw in the webinar? Well, I like the fact that I don't have to do all that stuff. Exactly, which is why most of our clients in your shoes come to work with us because they're sick and tired of the hustle and grind and they understand nothing's gonna come easy, but it just makes a lot more sense to build a system that can work for them for years to come. Now, even when that system's built, I'm not saying you walk away and it does all the magic. You still have to monitor it. You have to make some optimizations. There are some things you're gonna have to improve over time, but would that be worth it if it could produce 100 times the results in a fraction of the time that you're currently using to do what you're doing? Yeah. So. I'm using these kind of um, conversations to myself, to you here, because that's the conversation you want to have when someone is worried about the, I don't know if I can put in the time and effort to do this. You have to help them see that what they're currently doing is way more effort and way more time and way more of a challenge. So that's, again, like I've kind of used the deliverables piece a little bit, but also in the context of a selling conversation to help them make sense of the time and effort piece, which is in the nature of a coaching business, not on our side. I'd rather just pop a pill. That's the ideal offer. I would rather just sit, do nothing and pop a pill and I lose weight. That's the perfect offer. That's not what we're offering in a coaching environment. And you're attracting people who've done that stuff and it hasn't worked. And now they know they need to do something that's actually going to require a little bit of effort to create lasting transformation, okay? So anyways, We've spoken extensively about the deliverables. Second piece is the payment terms. As the business owner, you, to make a, to make your offer more irresistible, need to take on more of the risk than the client does. The challenge is that as the business owner, you want as much cash up front as possible, but the client wants to give you as little cash up front as possible, right? I don't want to pay 3000 today. I'd rather pay 3000 over time, which is what most people think, right? Because now money is more valuable than future money, at least in our minds. We're always more optimistic about the future than the present. Oh, I'm going to have more money in the future. So let me just like delay the payments or break up the payments. So you as the business owner have to be able to come up with a payment term, payment structure that is less risky for your prospective client. So if you've got a $3,000 program, option number one is you can pay in full. Cool. Option number two is you can do three payments of 1,000, right? Or 1,200, however you wanna break it up. Okay, let's just say three payments of 1,000. Is three payments of 1,000 more attractive than 3,000 in full? Maybe. There's no, there's no incentive for paying in full. So if you had three payments of 1,000, you might do a full pay of 2,500. $500 discount for paying in full to reward the client for giving you more money up front so you don't have to chase payments over time, right? That's one way of looking at it. Now, that is more attractive than not having those payment terms, but still a thousand bucks a month for some people might be a bit of an issue. What if you could offer them, you know, a hundred bucks down and then they pay nothing for the first 30 days after that and then it's like a hundred bucks a month for the next five years? Is that more irresistible for the client? 1,000%. Most people would probably say yes to that. If they don't, they're like, dude, you pay more for your cell phone. Let's get real, okay? Much much more irresistible. 
But now you as the business are taking on the role of the bank and you have to now figure out, okay, these payments need to be paid on time every month. What's the likelihood that's gonna happen over five years, for instance, or whatever length of time is? There's gonna be some issues, right? Now, do you wanna have to chase payments and delinquencies and all that kind of stuff? Probably not. So this is the conundrum that you, we always we always find ourselves in: is the business we want as much money up front, client wants to give you as little money up front. So you have to be able to take a middle ground somewhere that mitigates the risk of that client to say, well, I don't want to give you three thousand up front, but I'll give you, uh, you know, whatever five hundred today, and then we'll break up the payments over a couple months. That's going to be more attractive. So your payment terms are important. Now they are less important the longer you're in business. Now, if you're at a point in business where you are the leader in your space, you're the leader, everyone knows you're the leader, you can get to a point where you're like, listen, it's 3,000, I need the money in my bank today. That's it or I'm not helping you. You will get people jumping through hoops to do that for you. And that's what you wanna get to. And the only way you get there is by playing the game long enough. By staying in business long enough, you will develop enough authority, social proof, notoriety, credibility, expertise in your area that everyone knows that you don't have to jump through hoops to try to get people in. But when you're starting off, you're not in that position, right? You need, like, if you don't have a single client and no social proof and no one knows who you are, you, you're the one who has to take on more of the risk than the client. Down the road, you don't need to work with anyone. You're like, dude, I'm on my throne up here. Please tell me why I should get off the throne, come down and serve and help you. Now, I know that's a little bit of an asshole thing to say, but that's the positioning you will get to at some point is you don't need people's money. They need more help. They would beg to work with you because of everything you've done in your space for so long. And at that point, you you have all the chips and they have to come up with like, okay, I will pay you double. Now, I know that's a bit of an exaggeration, right? But you have to understand where your business is at maturity-wise in respect to the payment structure you offer or the payment terms you offer your clients. So that's the second thing, payment terms. Third thing is the guarantee. The guarantee, I think, out of all of these is probably the most compelling because here's the thing, and I'm gonna finish it. I'm not gonna talk about supply and demand in this video for the sake of time. I'm gonna finish with the guarantee because I think a great guarantee is you can't refute this, okay? What if I were to say to you, um, all right, so we're going to work together. If, if you don't get this result, I will pay you 10 times the amount of money you paid to join this program. Like, who would say no to that? Oh, so sorry, you're telling me if this doesn't work out, I'm going to, like, let's say your program's $3,000. If this doesn't work out, you're going to send me $30,000? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to do that. Who would say no to that? You'd be crazy to say no to that. Now, it'd also be crazy to make that offer because then you have to think about, is the outcome that that person wants more valuable than $30,000? Because if it's not, they might actually just take you up on the guarantee. Oh, this this hasn't worked out. I'm just going to take the $30,000. So, you know, keep that in mind. But here's the thing. So we have a 10 times your money back guarantee. What that means is that I will give you 10 times the amount of money you paid to join this program if you don't get the results you wanted with three conditions. And here's where the magic happens. Condition number one is this. Condition number two is this. Condition number three is this. If 
you meet those three conditions and for whatever reason you do not get the result I'm promising you here, I will pay you 10 times what you paid to join this program. Here's the beautiful thing about conditions is that number one, it gives the prospect very clear steps about what they need to do to get the outcome they came to you for. Now, if they're a human being, here's the beautiful thing about offering a health outcome, different than a business outcome. If someone came to you and they wanted to lose weight, it is near impossible for them not to lose weight if they worked out and ate better. It's like, it's, it's impo- I've never seen it. The only reason they wouldn't is because they don't do the work, right? So if you're good at what you do and you have a program where it's like, listen, I need to work out, you're gonna work out. Condition number one is you're gonna work out four days a week following my workouts. Condition number two, you're gonna employ, you're gonna, let's say, employ intermittent fasting one day a week. And condition number three is, I don't know, you post a before and after or a progress pic in the group, in the Facebook group, once a week. Those are the three conditions. So if the person does those three things, the likelihood of them succeeding is it like it's impossible for them not to succeed. Like the human body is, it's impossible not to improve the human body by those measures, right? or it doesn't have to be intermittent fasting, it could be like whatever nutrition protocol you have. But the key is that you have, you really think about these three conditions. The three conditions are not about, I need you to show up on one call a week because they can show up on the call and sit on their couch eating potato chips. That that moves the needle in no way, shape or form. I need you to show up and do four workouts a week. They're gonna take you 30 minutes each. Well, like the activity they have to do. So, If they didn't do those things, now here's the beautiful thing. If they don't do those things, then the guarantee is null and void. Sorry, I didn't get a workout in this week. Guess what? That guarantee is off the table now. So the beautiful thing with this is that you can make the most ridiculous guarantee on the front end. I will pay you, I'll send you, I'll I'll buy you a house if you don't achieve this outcome. The level of certainty that you have to have to make that kind of guarantee would move the needle in that person's mind to be like, this person is effing crazy, but I'll take them up on their offer. They're telling me, if I don't get this result, they must believe so firmly that I'm gonna get this result that if I didn't, they would buy me a house. Shit, I'll take that bet any day of the week. But I have to do these three things. And if I don't do these three things, the house is off the table. But if I do these three things, I'm gonna get the result I want. And if I do these three things and somehow my human physiology is different than everyone else's and I don't get these results, I get the house. That sounds pretty amazing to me, right? Remember, you as the coach, the likelihood that the person doing the three conditions or like meeting those three conditions and not getting the result you are saying they will get is close to zero unless those three conditions are not the things that move the needle. If you're saying, I just need you to show up on a call, I need you to diary every single day, like those are things that are not gonna move someone's physiology. So you have to think about what those three conditions are. And it doesn't have to be a 10 times money back guarantee. It could be like, I'll just give you your money back, right? Or you pay nothing or whatever it is. But you're able to make a ridiculous, and I would say like, if you're gonna make it, I'll send your money back. Why not just make it a 10 times your money back or a two times your money back? Something even more compelling. Because the guarantee is what's gonna move the person from like, well, what if this doesn't work out? No, 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 like that question doesn't even matter anymore. What if it doesn't work out? I buy you a house. What if it doesn't work out? I give you twice the money you invested to get, I'll give it back to you. What if this doesn't work out? I'll give you your money back and I'll continue working with you for free for three more months. 
the likelihood of that guarantee coming into effect becomes close to 0% if they meet the three conditions. But you have to figure out what those three conditions are. Because if you get them wrong, you're going to be... <laughs> You're gonna be buying some people some homes, right, in this example. So anyways, that is how you make a more compelling offer, is you lay out your deliverables in such a way where people can see themselves going through it. You're able to help them connect the dots to how those deliverables meet their outcome. Number two is you come up with better payment terms that reduce the risk financially on the client, more on you initially. And then third is you have a guarantee that is so compelling that people would be crazy to say no. And remember, the longer you're in business, the less these things matter, especially payment terms and guarantee. Straight up, right now, our guarantee is your results are up to you. I don't need to make a 10 extra money guarantee. I could, right? And I know what those conditions are, but we don't have to, right? There isn't a, we've talked about this several times. There isn't a single conversation we've had where someone's like, well, if I had a better guarantee, I would do this. No, no, no. Everyone understands the value in, in what we're doing here. And we tell them straight up, there's a 0% money back guarantee and your results are up to you. Take it or leave it. I do not give a shit if you work with us. I don't. Because I have hundreds of clients and our ship has sailed. We are good. Love to help you. But if you want to work with us, it's on our terms. Now that's our position, okay? That might be different for you. But I would strongly recommend that initially you have a compelling guarantee that people would be crazy to say no to. Because if you want more people saying yes and less resistance, that is the single thing that's going to make all the difference for you. So... This is a longer video than I thought I was going to create. Holy shit, 25 minutes. Anyways, hopefully it's been helpful for you guys. If it has been, uh, subscribe to the channel. Drop me a comment in the comments below. What one thing really has made the biggest aha for you here? I'd love to know. Thank you so much for watching and make your offers better, right? Just put some thought into it and watch what happens. You'll get a lot more yeses and many less, many more, <laughs> few, you'll, more, more yeses, fewer no's. I'm just going to stop talking now. I'll see you guys in the next video. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search health printer and you'll find all of our great videos there as well that's all for today i appreciate your time and your attention keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and i look forward to seeing you in the next episode